0: Uh, If you want to help with uh, with trunks and things like that, Um, October 23rd is that. As far as our prayer list goes, Tanya Ward will be donating her uh, kidney next Tuesday in North Carolina. Remember her and Brian as they travel there, as well as the recipient uh, during and after the surgery Tuesday. John Klein had knee surgery uh, yesterday in Columbus. Uh, He's got quite a long road to recovery. I think he's got about 10 to 13 weeks worth of uh, just staying off the knee, and then he's got physical therapy after that, so he's got a pretty pretty long road ahead of him as far as uh, getting back to where he wants to be. Uh, Eric Blake is in uh, VA with COVID, so remember him and his, his family, I think Tony and um, his wife still have it as well, but they're doing okay, I'm told. Vicki Bowen continues to recover at home from her recent stroke. Uh, Kelly Williams had a report today with her doctors in Columbus, I'm assuming we'll be knowing more about that soon. Um, be praying for good results there, of course. Norma Dennison saw her doctor, and she's going to need uh, another month of physical therapy there for her as well. And then uh, Randy Jones, this is uh, Terrell Spitzer's brother. He'll be having surgery for kidney cancer uh, soon. Continue to remember Rusty and Kristen and others battling cancer this time. Um, be sure to pick up a bulletin sheet uh, each week so you know what's going on as far as the activities and the prayers Things that we can uh, encourage people with. Tonight, David has the Devo. Alan Payne has the closing prayer. And uh, I've got the opening prayer. So let's, let's uh, open up with prayer. Father, we are grateful for your love for us, Father. We love you so much. We're, we're honored to be your children, Father. We're humbled to come into your presence whenever we want and to, to pour out our hearts and our needs to you, Father, and to know that you, you hear those things, Father, and you care enough about us to, to intercede on our behalf, Father. And give us the, the good things. And know that uh, the things that are happening to us are, are working out to the, for our betterment, Father. So that uh, we can come closer to you and be closer aligned to the image of Christ, Father. We're thankful for his sacrifice for us and what it means to our lives. And for the hope and the redemption that we find inside of him. We pray that every day we can become more close, uh, more closely aligned with that image, Father. We're grateful, for your word and what it teaches us about how to be like you and how to serve you, Father, how to worship, how to be saved. We're, we're grateful for these things, Father. We pray that you'll bless the ones that we've mentioned tonight that are struggling so much with their health, Father. We pray that you intercede on their behalf, uh, bring healing to their bodies, Father. And just continue to watch over all of us. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to worship and to dive deeply into your word, Father. We ask your blessings on our lives we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Next Psalm is number
1: 425. 425. Master of the Tempest is Raging. We'll sing the first and third verses <clears throat> of this Psalm. Master, the tempest is raging. The billows are tossing high. The skies are shattered with blackness. No shelter or help. Song for our lesson will be number 482, 482, and we'll sing all three verses. If you want to go ahead and mark the invitation song, it is number uh, 203, 203. Let's go ahead and stand for this song as well, 482, sing all three verses.
2: Good evening, church family. Hope everybody's doing all right. I was asked several years ago, it was from a young Christian. I don't think they've been a Christian for very long, but um, they were were starting to fall away from their Christianity. And... um, they had some trouble in their family, within their life, and they were falling away from Christ. And I don't want that to happen to any of us. So if you know somebody who's falling away from Christ because they have a troubled life, I suggest you maybe you want to write down some of these scriptures that I'm about to say. Because the question I have does Jesus ever promise us Christians, promise us Christians, a troubled free life? Does he ever promise us a troubled free life? Open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10, is Matthew chapter 10, 16 through 28. Matthew ten sixteen through 28. And it reads, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they deliver you to over to the courts and flogged in their synagogues. And you will be dragged from the governors and kings, For my sake, to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what to say. For what you are to say will be given to you within that hour. For it is not you who speaks, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother would deliver brother over to death and the father his child and children will rise against parents and have them put to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake but the one who endures to the end will be saved and when they persecute you in one town flee to the next for truly I say to you you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and a servant to be like his master. If they have called the master of the house Bezabel, who is more than Mulan, those who are in this household, those who speak evil will against the household. So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whisper, proclaim on the rooftops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill, the soul, rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Christ here, he's warning his disciples, even in verse 25 he's saying, if they called to the master's house of Bezebub, which is the ruler of demons, ruler of demons, how much more would they call on those of his household? Living a Christian life Living a Christian life requires us to endure persecution and hardships. Christianity is not easy. Just like the text says. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take complete devotion out of you. In 1 Corinthians 15:58, the apostle Paul called Christianity work and labor because it is hard work. It is something that that's going to take effort from you and me. If we are to be successful, we first must give ourselves and do the work of the Lord. Let me give you this word ex- picture example here. Say for instance you're paddling upstream in a canoe. And you're paddling upstream in this canoe, and just like any other river when you're canoeing, it has wide spaces where the water's calm and relaxed. Then it has narrow spots of a stream that has rushing water, and the water's going fast. You see, a lot of times Christianity is like that. And a lot of times we are tempted. When we hit those moments in our life where we just want to relax and we're on that calm part of the water, we stop rowing, we stop paddling. What happens to us then? We go backwards. See, the lesson is this: there is no time in our lives that we should be taken off for the Lord. Because if we take off doing the Lord's work, we're going end up going backwards and we'll drift away. In James 1:22 tells Christians to be doers of the word and not hearers only. In James 4:17 it says to him who knows to do good and does not do it is a sin. In Luke 10:27 says we must love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength and all our mind. And Matthew 6:33 tells us, "Seek first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. Too many Christians just simply think that we can float on the river. floating on the river will get you to heaven. James 2:24 says, you see then that a man is justified by his works and not by his faith only. For those who teach faith only salvation, they've missed the point. Cuz it's going to take effort out of you. We must pick up our paddles and keep paddling up the river that leads to heaven. Now maybe you're here this evening and you stop paddling and you need encouragement to get you back on the right track. That you've fallen so far behind that you feel lost. That you need the help of the congregation. Let us pray for you. Let us help you get you back on that right path. Or maybe this evening you want to be—you've made the decision to be baptized, have, have your sins washed away, become a child of God. Everything is ready. He wants you to come forward as we stand and sing. Man of
1: sorrow.
3: Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Our wonderful Father, Heavenly Father, so we're so grateful, Father. You've done so much for us in our lives and we're just so grateful for this. We adore you and always sing your praises. Father, we thank you for being th- with our country, Father, and helping us. It seems to be making the, a turn with this whole COVID thing. And we pray, Father, that you'd be with those who are still ill and you'd take care of them. Father, we pray that we, we know there's a lot of members in in the church here and abroad who have not come for a while father for fear of the COVID or whatever it may be father we pray that you would touch their hearts and bring them back with us and we have all of our brothers and sisters together when we come together and worship you father we thank you so much for all you've done for us we pray that you'll always be with us be with us as we study your word this evening and just watch over us in all that we say and do in christ's name we pray and amen